This is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast, episode number two. It's the show with more meat than a sausage factory. It's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Space is the final frontier. Then this is just a pit stop at the rest area that is near. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast in your ear. From the Henplex Studios in Battle Creek and a room in San Marcos, Texas, where it's a crisp 69 degrees, it is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children preferably of no ages, the Pod Damn Idiots proudly brings you episode two. Coming to you from the Henplex Studios in Battle Creek, Michigan. He puts the fine and financial advisor. He is Jay Hizzle. He puts the ass in jackassery and the spade in spade and neuter beds. Rick Spade. And he puts the do not and donut. He is Officer Captain Slow. And I'm not even my mom's favorite idiot. I'm Texas. <laughs> Hopefully your second favorite. <laughs> oh man so how's everyone today good i'm here well then you gotta be doing great it's yeah. been one of them weeks. still alive i haven't been killed by murder hornets or carol baskins yet so well that's good watch out for that sardine oil you'll be good mr spade why what's happened this week well funny story happened with me and captain slow the other day <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> a new slap so, <laughs> here's what happened. So, we were on our way to uh, go get his kayak from an undisclosed location. Wait, he got a kayak? Well, he had a kayak, but it's, it's been stored somewhere, and we went to go pick it up. But we were doing it uh, covert style, you know. Like, in like... We were like a ninja. Oh, you were dressed as ninjas, or you had, like, um, camouflage on? Uh, it, it was more like the, one of those sneak and goes, but in the day where people can't see you. So, you know, okay. Anyways, it's confused. so we got her all tied up and, uh, you know, we had it off to the side and we're taking the back roads and there's some people jogging. And as we're going, I'm kind of creeping over on the bike lane and, uh, yeah, they kind of dived out of the way. So I put on the brakes and, uh, I was like, did I hit them? And slow just kind of looked at me. And I was like, well, I'll back up a little bit. So I backed up, popped my head out the window. I was like, you all right? They're like, you almost hit me. And I said, 
canoe slap, bitch, and I sped off. So that was the highlight of my week. Wow. <laughs> so you... <laughs> so let me get this straight. Attempted canoe aside. You, you almost hit him with your truck or the canoe? The canoe. Because it was sticking out, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I get it. So you were just driving, forgetting you have a canoe, and then you, <laughs> you almost took someone out, and then you made sure they were okay and then insulted them. Yeah. Canoe okay. slap, bitch. <laughs> well, hey, you know, at least that good on them to dive off, I guess. Do you think it would have hit them if they didn't dive? No. Oh, okay, so they no. were kind of being a little bit... <laughs> Overcautious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. So, hashtag canoe slap, bitch. <laughs> no harm, no foul. Nothing was ever exaggerated. So, yeah, nice. So, Captain B, what what's happening with this new canoe? It sounds like you've had a good week. Well, I've had this kayak for Our 15 years. Kayak. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't like you went and got it from a store. No, it was oh. in storage. Oh. Uh, although, he did get a new toy today. Oh. I did. Well, I got it yesterday, but I used it today. I got myself a griddle. Yes, the hibachi grill. Yes, so I cooked on it today, have, and it made some fajitas, and they were absolutely delicious. Have you guys been to a hibachi uh, grill let's before? Let's see if we can see this. Um, whenever I go to the uh, Japanese or the there Chinese we place, go. there's the fajitas I was doing. Whenever, Boom. whenever I go to the Chinese place, I always get the stuff out the hibachi. So back in my Wisconsin days, everyone liked to go there for their birthday because you get like a twenty-five dollar gift card or something like that. I still chose Olive Garden or Red Lobster because I really like those places. But um, and when you're at Olive Garden, when you're there, your family. <laughs> you, you know, whenever Olive Garden I, spokesperson over there. When I, whenever mm, I go so to a, like a place that has a hibachi grill, they always look at me funny because I'll pile my plate full of like meat and corn and green pepper, and they're like, "You're gonna eat all that?" Yeah, well, just because I'm a skinny white guy doesn't mean I can't fucking eat this. Skinny. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I am probably a, in the best shape of all of us. <laughs> I'm a fit 196 pounds. Usually, like, we like, can go out and run three miles and not die. <laughs> I, I can run. That's true. But um, so at the bocce grill, everyone sits around. Well, it's like a bigger version of what you got, and um, it's kind of fun because they'll like put it all on there and they'll throw stuff up. Like when he's doing the butter, he'll throw it up and be like, "Butterfly, butterfly." <laughs> and he'll make like a volcano of onions and then make it explode with the grease. And like, they're really talented and they'll balance like the egg on the spatula. But then what they'll do is they'll like throw food at you and you have to try to catch it with your mouth. And they also have sake. It's like, and it's in a bottle and they squeeze it in your mouth. But I'm not good at like <laughs> drinking things really fast. And so I told him I didn't want any, but he told me I had to catch the broccoli in my mouth then. And I missed the first one. And then I was like, oh, no. Because what happens is then it overflows and gets on whatever I'm wearing. Because, again, I don't drink things fast. And he's like, double or nothing. And I put my life on the line, and I caught that piece of broccoli. <laughs> but, yeah, so they literally fling food at you, and you have to try to catch it. It's, it's very interesting. But, man, they're hibachi. Um, I get hibachi shrimp and scallops. Mmm. So good. Yuck. And then they have yum-yum sauce to dip stuff in. Is it yum-yum? Oh, my gosh. Yum-yum sauce is so yum-yum. Ah, hibachi grill. I, I miss restaurants when you can go sit and eat in them. Um, in Wisconsin, though, they just opened up. So you can go down to Indiana and sit and eat in a restaurant. Oh, right that's now. true, too. And that's just a hop, skip, and a jump. It's exciting, exciting stuff. But uh, Texas, what's happening in Texas this week? 
Oh, sorry, I fell asleep with your hibachi story there. <laughs> Nothing really. Uh, I worked too darn much in some severe weather. There was almost there was a tornado in the town next to us yesterday. Yikes. That's kind of crazy. Other than that, really nothing. Huh. Well. Just the same old Josh. Things are things are open now, but it's my choice to stay home. I work too much. That's fair. That's fair. My body, my choice. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, my week's been pretty much just uh, doing some work, and there was actually some nice days, so I was able to get the Corvette out. Oh, I mowed the lawn. And while I mowed the lawn, um, I got a push mower that I was all excited about, and I couldn't get it to start <laughs> because cause I, most of it I can ride, but there's a, uh, a steep hill that I can't ride, and I just weed whack, and it takes forever, and it takes, like, multiple charges. So I was all excited to try this used lawnmower that actually came from the garage of Brian's house. <laughs> Yes, it did. And it's not working. My dad <laughs> told me to my lawn. My dad told me it might be a spark plug issue. He's had to clean that out before because it worked perfectly at the end of last year. And my rider died, and I don't understand. It survived a year of harsh Wisconsin weather when it was like negative thirty. It's in a heated garage all year, and then it dies, and I have to charge it up. But what's it doing? Just the battery? Yeah, just the battery died. I did not unplug it, but I never do so. Maybe it went longer without starting. I don't know. But anyway, it's all charged and it's working good now. But I mowed the lawn. First mowing of the year. Man, I've already done four mowings. Oh, well, I've mine, been, my <laughs> grass was really long. And I'm sure all the neighbors were like, um, yeah, we don't appreciate it. Single-handedly I, dropping their property values. Actually, <laughs> funny thing is, is my, my neighbor, my tenant, because I'm in a duplex, has a riding lawnmower, but it's older. And I think it might have died. When she, she or maybe, I don't know, someone in here or her or one of her kids did it. But I think it died doing a strip, so it's just sitting in the backyard. And my mom laughed and said, she probably just put it there to tell you, mow the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds accurate. <laughs> but anyway, it's all mowed. I tried to, to do it in the weekend. It just it did not happen because of my battery issue. But, yeah, so... A week and getting closer to June here in a couple of weeks when hopefully the state of Michigan opens up because this episode is being recorded while in quarantine. Dun, dun, dun. But uh, I yeah. highly doubt your state will open up. I think it will. Uh, the courts will make it open. I feel like everyone's starting to do stuff anyway. Like I noticed the roads and stuff are busy again. People are hanging out again. I mean, we're at that point now. So the curve has been flattened. The drunks um, are back out on the road again. The drunks are back. And and back again, but uh, yep. But guys, I uh, I got some really important news stories because you know how I was like to scour for the most important news that I feel like everyone should know. It's true. It's true. So let's start with one of the more important news stories. Um, <clears throat> actually, Rick brought this one up to my attention. Elon Musk, who uh, you know, he's the founder of Tesla. I think it'd be cool to have a Tesla car someday. But he welcomed a baby into this world. And I was thinking he was going to name it, you know, like Model X or something like that. And I was kind of close. But um, I'm going to mispronounce this so Rick will correct it. But he named his baby X Ailer on A12. X Aon Arc 12. Okay. X Aon Arc 12. Yes. Um. <laughs> the, the X is just the letter X. The AE stands for Aon, and then the 
ARC-12 or the 8-12 is supposed to be for the uh, plane model, the Archangel 12. Yeah, I mean, it's very interesting when you actually look at the spelling. Like, I'm not really sure when this kid grows up and he has to do, like, testing and he has a bubble sheet. I don't think there's going to be any way he can fill out his name properly. He'll just, first day of class, yeah. teachers looking at the class list. Uh, so X. the... Like, like, and, like, how are you supposed to put that on a computer? Is there a function key? I mean, is he going to get a special keyboard made because, you know, his dad is Elon Musk? Everything's typable except for the A-E that's combined together. Which, how do you pronounce that again? Aeon. Aeon. Aeon is just a, it's like a capital A, but without, with the right line turns into the capital E. So it's very interesting. I mean, that just goes to show you, you can re- literally name your child anything. So my third child is going to be Delta Q Batman symbol. Mm-hmm. And then are you going to teach him to talk like this? I'm Batman, motherfucker. Don't say that, Batman. Bad word. Bad, bad word. Bad word. Well, yeah, so an interesting news on the Elon Musk. <laughs> you done messed up, Aeon. <laughs> And speaking of Elon Musk, he comes from the uh, the state of California, which really some stinks. yeah, some people would say California stinks, right? Yeah, San Francisco's bad. Yeah, well, Southern California Full of human feces. Yeah, actually, I, I do hear they have people that go and clean that up now. It's it's, it's rough up in in San Francisco area, but there are parts that are really nice too. I visited there, and there's some really nice areas. And you, then, you were just there uh, at the beginning of the coronavirus, right? Not in San Francisco. Well, um, I mean, you were in California. Yep. Did, did it smell yes, in, we were. Uh, did it smell in that area? No, there was actually almost no one on the roads or anything. It was amazing. That would be nice in California. Like if, if you weren't going like 90, you were going to be mowed over by traffic. <laughs> that is true, yeah. It, it, and we had the car to do it, so it was awesome. Um, good, good times. But in Southern California, there is a stench, and the stench is being blamed on glowing algae. And so, yep, this is, what, ABC7 out of Southern California. The report of mysterious stench causing complaints across Southern California might be the result of algae dying off in the ocean. So residents across Southern California, including L.A., so this all the way up to L.A., complained of a mysterious odor Tuesday. And the utility provider SoCal Gas said workers determined the smell was not natural gas leak, which that's a good thing. So... Which then meant that the South Coast Air Quality Management District, dun dun, they did their investigating and they determined the odor is likely coming from the ocean. Based on what we've seen, we do believe it's organic in nature, coming from the red tides. So it's that's very interesting that tide. that algae is giving off a stench that's causing California to literally stink. Well, that's its decomposing smell. It decomposed. So, dead moose, dead so do you think if we weren't in quarantine and stuff was moving around that, you know, we wouldn't have this smell because it would be... I don't know. That's interesting. Because obviously there's not all the ships and cruise lines and stuff going right now. But, um... It it didn't stink when we were there, but... No, we it didn't. We were there kind of at the beginning of the coronavirus. Outbreak. And we were, we were in the ocean. Yeah, well, you were, you were in there on it. That was before so. the Rona killed the algae. So, yeah. <laughs> the corona did the killing. <laughs> And, man, there's a lot of news revolving around animals. This is exciting. All right, so they've been having break-in problems in Tennessee. I don't know if you heard about that. But uh, 
This in bear breaks in a Tennessee cabin, steals snacks, drinks, and allergy pills. Because let's be honest, like there's allergies out there, and bears suffer it too. It wasn't those chainsaw bears, were they? So what? It wasn't well, the chainsaw bears, was it? It, it, <laughs> it didn't mention them being chainsaw bears, but you never know. It could be. Hey, with everything being in lockdown, Yogi and Boo Boo need to get their food somewhere. It's true. Hey, Boo Boo, let's break into this house. And they actually a basket. <laughs> Gee, Yogi, I don't think the ranger's going to like that. <laughs> Who gives a crap, boo-boo? Let's go. <laughs> the ranger's in quarantine. He's not here. <laughs> yeah, a group of vacationers captured photo and video when a bear broke into their Tennessee rental cabin and made off with candy, beer, Diet Coke, and allergy pills. Wait, was he wearing Wait, a tie and a hat? Yeah, they got rid of beer. They got some the beer, too. was looking for a good time. Did he get corona? Was it bud? I mean, I got to uh, know. Yeah, M- Michelle... Michelle oh, Burr, right? hat that said Smokey? I don't know, but the lady said she knows some bears outside their cabin. They're in Gatlinburg while her husband was out golfing. Only you They're can prevent the wildfires. She just started pointing. And I was like, what? So I turned and looked, and there was a bear just putting his full force on the door, and then the door opens. <laughs> <laughs> well, this I, was... I do have to say, though, you said in Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg is a very beautiful town. If I am ever to move to Tennessee, I'm moving to Gatlinburg. Yeah, but so this so, wasn't like a breaking it. and entering when no one was home. This was like we don't care. We're breaking. This is basically like armed robbery. Are, are, are we sure these weren't like people in bear costumes then? No, oh, they had his right to show his bare arms. Oh, it was definitely the picture. Definitely his <laughs> <laughs> right to bare arms. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the bear rifled through their cabin while three more bears waited on the porch. That was the getaway bears. <laughs> so one's <laughs> a lookout. Police were summoned to the cabin and were able to chase the bear and its waiting compatriots away from the cabin. They got five pounds of Reese's peanut butter cups and a pound of M&M's, <laughs> two pounds of Sour Patch Kids and two bags of potato chips, two beers, two Diet Cokes, and about 20 Zyrtex. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are these bears oh, come high? On. What the hell? How much crappy food were these people going to eat? Two pounds of chocolate? Did they rob a candy store first? I know. Five pounds of Reese's peanut butter cups and a pound of M&M's? Like, like the amount of shit's almost more, like, special than the fact that the bears decided, hey, boo-boo, I'm going to. Uh, (laughs) Boo-boo took advantage of that one. Yeah, that. that. Gee, Yogi, you better get me some fucking Reese's cups. (laughs) I just like how they took the Zyrtec, too, like. Well, <laughs> my nose has been running. I can take these Zyrtex. I got an allergy. I'm going to need it after I get out of this picnic basket. <laughs> how did how did that one bear carry it all out of the cabin? Or they eat <laughs> it actually, all in the cabin. That's, that's a great that's question. A he put that shit in a shopping bag. He's like, away I go. Because other bears are waiting outside for him, so he must have brought some of it to it share. It was in the picnic basket. Yep, he had a picnic basket with him. Home with the goodies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to take that. Huh. Oh, look, two bears. Uh, Let's go. Boo-boo. I, I, I don't know if that picnic basket could hold that because you were like two pounds of Skittles and two pounds of Reese's <laughs> Cups. And... How do they open? The, like, he just put his paws on the door. Package, you know? So, no, open the door, I'm thinking. It must have not been latched all the way, or maybe bears are kind of like velociraptors. Maybe well, it, you know, like a 500-pound animal. Well, hitting a well you said he forced it open, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I guess. So, maybe it was like... Cr- Cracked open a little bit. Definitely and just potted out. Definitely know. breaking and entering. But oh well, what can you do? Yeah. It was arrest him. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be unbearable. <laughs> 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 oh man! So now we turn to Boston, where 
<laughs> peacocks are on the loose. Well, this oh. is... They didn't go to the cheers bar, did they? Oh, but don't worry, though. Boston police were on it. A Boston police officer uses a mating call to capture the escaped peacock. Reminds me of a time at the zoo when you're mating. <laughs> uh, this Dance in, on the white peacock. This in on a Boston. A Boston police officer used a mating call on a cell phone to lure a peacock escape from the Franklin Park Zoo into custody. <laughs> Officers on patrol Monday in the area of Franklin Park Zoo received a tip from a concerned citizen that an animal had escaped the zoo. Boston Police Department statement show. Additional officers arrived at the scene and were met by an extremely large, slightly intimidating, and quite beautiful male peacock, the statement said. An officer on the scene relied on his quick wit to track down a peacock mating call on his cell phone, successfully luring the bird into a fence yard where he waited patiently for the arrival of the Boston Animal Control. And what does a mating call sound like? (laughs) (laughs) And that was a recording of it, not Justin. (laughs) Uh, That that poor peacock. That poor peacock, you know, he got all excited. He's like, all right, I'm going to get some. It was some tail. It was strutting stuff. It was damn pigs. Watch, he got in there. Maybe it was a dog in the yard or something. (laughs) Poor dog. So we're going to end up with dog peacocks? They call those dog (laughs) 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 peacocks? They're called dots. But, uh, yeah, what would you do, Captain, Mr. Captain B, if you got called to a peacock? (laughs) <laughs> like you got called and there's a peacock running around. What do you do if an animal, do you actually try to get the animal or do you just wait for animal patrol and get everyone away from it? What animal Taze control? <laughs> oh, so like what would you do if there was a peacock on the loose you had to catch or like uh I wouldn't catch it. Okay. <laughs> there's nothing I can it. do. <laughs> what if there's like a dangerous dog on the loose? Then I try and catch it. Okay. With the little long pole thingies. Do you have at the end? Do you have those? No, but other people do. Oh, okay. Can anyone give me a long pole to borrow? I gotta capture something. Hey, be, be working out in the rural sticks, you gotta herd goats, cows, horses, pigs. They all get out, and you gotta herd them. I would now, love to now, see now, Brian you, trying to herd something. Now, do you gotta like get your cell phone out and find like a cow mating call to get them to go? <laughs> That's mad cow disease. <laughs> okay. You drive next to cows with lights and sirens, so, and they'll just run off into the woods. I'm like, okay, good enough. This is a true story. I was coming home from work one day, and there was a police officer with his lights on on the road, and we kind of live on a little narrow street. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And all of a sudden, I see another car, another cop car pull up. They were trying to hurt a cow <laughs> that got out of a yard, and uh. they're just and they're like driving, trying to maneuver this cow, and I'm just sitting there going. All right, in Texas, we have a slow speed cow chase going on. This is absolutely amazing. Mm, got the helicopters above, <laughs> and the cow veers to the right. I, I, was, I was just kidding. There wouldn't be for a cow. I don't think they could just have drones for that. Horses get out a lot. It could, it's usually the there goes the horses. cow and the white hmm. bronco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Could you imagine them on the, the cow, loudspeaker? Cow. cow. I need you to go back to the barn. Move over immediately. <laughs> uh, I will say, yeah. one of the officers was an extremely attractive female officer, and I almost wanted to get pulled over by her. <laughs> Kinky. Surprised he didn't try to hurt the cow to help, and she'd be like, my hero. What would have been your pickup line? I don't know. I'll see. You, 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 I, I, I don't know doesn't work. How about hi? 
hey, you know, I was married for 12 years. I'm no, I'm now single. Hey, ladies, I'm single. I don't, I, the dating scene is so different. I don't know what to say anymore. Like, like it's just, like, Usually Justin hello. keeps giving me, Justin keeps giving me, how much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Or this is why Justin's single. Or you know, is is that a mirror in your pocket? Because I can see myself in your pants. That would get you slapped <laughs> many times. Yeah, but it might actually work once in a while. Well, a girl taught me that one, so I figured it's got to be right, right? You know, I know this is off topic, but back in I think seventh or eighth grade, when they had those uh, Valentine's Day matching tests or whatever, remember? No, I no. in Harper Creek, they I had like these little quizzes you could do. Where you fill things out and then it would tell you who you'd match with. Mine came back blank. <laughs> I do remember that. I don't. One. We all went to one the same of the school. Questions, I don't remember this. <laughs> one of the questions was, "What was your favorite pickup line?" And one was, "Do you have a mirror in your pocket?" Which is kind of weird for seventh or eighth grade. My favorite one was, "I'm like milk, baby. I'll do your body good." Mm. I'm like, how is this on a seventh or eighth grade thing <laughs> in freaking Harper Creek? <laughs> milk is good for you, though. That's the milkaholic. Yeah, that's a good pickup line. That that probably works. I'll try it that. Makes your bones right. strong. <laughs> Moving on. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> oh, I got another animal one for you guys. This one has to do with a guinea pig. I had a guinea pig growing up. His name was Red. He was I a remember really good Red. Pig. He was a great guinea pig. He actually, him and we had a German Shepherd mix. His name was Frisbee. And I took a picture of them eating pudding for an art project, and it actually like won something. I don't remember what, but it was pretty cool. But anyway, I was a I was a photographer for a day. But an escaped guinea pig gets rescued from Ohio sewer. Which does that mean that you got rescued from the whole state? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Ohio does suck. <laughs> Go green. Go white. Did, did, did he think Hail it was like the, the underground? I don't know, but public employees in Ohio City rescued a guinea pig that escaped from his family's home and fled into a sewer. Oh, Cincinnati. The Cincinnati Metropolitan Sewer District said a family called the agency's 24-hour hotline to report their guinea pig, Snowball, aw, had dashed into a sewer and wasn't coming out on his own. So the sewer district workers, Jeff and Reggie, responded to the neighborhood, <laughs> and Green was lowered into the manhole, I'm Jeff Green, um, to look for Snowball. The pet was spotted in a narrow sewer pipe that leads to the street. The workers used a basketball that was slightly smaller than the pipe to nudge Snowball until Green could reach the animal with his hands. Aww. The sewer district said Snowball is not injured, but he needs a bath after being returned to his owners. So it's a happy story. That is shitty. And tell the city he charges them $1,200 for retrieving their fucking guinea pig. Uh, That's what they pay taxes for. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they didn't do that. And you know how we talked about um, those those killer Asian hornets, the murder hornets? The murder hornets. Don't let them sting you. Well, this week the, the, the bees, the killer bees heard about that, and they're like, no, you're not stealing the headlines. And this is actually a little sad in a way, but uh, Arizona bee swarm kills three dogs, fire official Aww. says. No, these bees were like, bzz, bzz. they were not happy. And they an aggressive bee swarm attacked and killed three dogs in Arizona on Wednesday. Um, it was southeast area of Tuscan, forcing fire crews to foam the aggressive insects in the effort to kill and contain the swarm. So they said this, this is rare cases, but the article goes on to uh, talk about 
how the bees actually kill people in Arizona as well. So they said as the sun starts to come out through the day, what will happen is bees are transient and they follow the queen because they love the queen, right? Hail the queen. And they create a hive around the queen. The queen will move to a location. They'll set up a hive in a cooler area. They may stay for a few hours to days. And during this time of year, hives grow exponentially, which causes colonies to grow new queen bees. Huh, I didn't know you could grow new queen bees. Uh, there's one queen bee, and that was it. Interesting. Well, they so gotta, then they got to have a predecessor. So. That's true. So they grow these queen bees, and the hive split in half. And uh, half the colony stays behind. The other leave the queen in search of a new home. And that's when the bees swarm, and they've killed and caused injuries to numerous people in Arizona over the years. In April, two people are actually taken to the hospital, and several were stung after thousands of bees swarmed a senior living facility. Ooh, that's that's tough. A woman in her 80s got stung more than 30 times on her head, face, and neck. Ooh. And while the caregiver was stung more than 50 times all over her body. So yeah, apparently the uh, killer bees did not take good to these murder hornets taking over the news. And um, So you just got to watch out for all flying insects that have stingers, apparently. I already do. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why I like um, the Midwest. Although we do have to deal with winter, I like all the four seasons. And we don't have as many like killer animals around here. Like, Texas actually has to deal with scorpions. And rattlesnakes. You, you know, speaking of bees, uh, slightly off topic, but did you see they rediscovered the blue bumblebee in Florida? Is it blue? They did? Yeah. Like, colored blue? Yeah. Sweet. Oh. Like, it like had been missing for, like, ever, and all of a sudden it just made its return. I noticed that today. I was like, that's awesome. That's pretty bees neat. aren't all dying off. I actually so, saw... So I, this is off topic... Not really. I saw a cardinal the other day. It was red. It was flying in my driveway. Just thought I'd share that because I thought it was neat. You live here. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently quarantine did the blue bumblebee good. People go away, blue bumblebee returns. Yeah. Yay. Blue bumblebee returns. We, we release alien footage. You know, whatever. The one thing good about the quarantine is the roads have been easier to drive on. Not the pothole part, but the less people part. Although, I wish Michigan would have been smarter with the uh, roads compared to other states because... You mean actually fix them? Well, yeah, because like, <laughs> tr- like Trump was talking about people are going to be on the road soon, and a lot of states were fixing the roads because no one was on them. Like, My God, that would have been brilliant. They are doing some of our roads around here. But right, right, but they're doing them now. If they had started when we first put everybody on lockdown, half the roads could have been done already. They're just no now closing the penetrator once people start to drive again. Yeah. <laughs> ah, well, what can you do? The government's not always good with anything. <laughs> Vote for a better governor? So, your governor... um. He's not a dictator. They're doing a, a side-by-side comparison of New York State to Texas... Texas population 29, 22 million. New York's 19,500 or 19,500,000 or whatever. And it was, um, then they were showing like the tax. So state tax is 0% in Texas, 8% in New York. And then they were showing um, like COVID cases. It was like, I don't know, four, it was like 19,000 maybe in Texas and like, 45, 50, 60, 70, some outrageously high number in New York. And then they're showing the deaths. But in all well, fairness, if you, if you actually look at the if you look at the comparisons between republic governed states and democratic governed states, the amount of cases 
in Democratic states are 10 times higher than in Republic government states. That's because they're made and up. And deaths, too. I mean, I will say, but obviously. Then again, but then again, from what I've heard and I've read from medical people, I've even heard it out of the mouth of judges. If they've died for some other reason, like a heart attack, gunshot, uh, suicide, or but they like test them for COVID anyways, and they test it positive for COVID, they will mark that as a COVID-related death. That's just a bunch of bullcrap. Well, that's because they're being paid for it. And then they have to cremate the body so you can't go back and test them again. Because um, I know like if you get COVID cases or deaths, I think it's Medicare. Medi- the government's paying the hospitals a certain amount of money per one to deal with them. 30000 so. I think, for a positive test and like fifty for a death. So obviously, if there's a way they can make a little more money, they're gonna do it. But um, no, I mean, like, like in all fairness, democratic states usually have some of the cities with larger populations in one area, like Chicago, New York City, Detroit, Detroit. But I mean, Texas has some big cities though, and Dallas, it was amazing. San Antonio. It was amazing Houston. how low everything was in Texas. Well, you got to remember too. Supposedly, COVID um, dies in heat, and it's a lot more humid and stuff in warmer states than it would be like yeah, here. It dies almost instantly in the sunlight. I guess that's true. That much, yeah. It's a lot harder for it to survive there too. So it was just kind of interesting looking and, at the comparison. And it was ninety-two today. So, and I was outside in the sun. I'm COVID free. It hit the mid sixties today. Yeah, New York, New Jersey is the worst hit, but even where we're at, Michigan is one, two, three, four, five, Fourth. maybe top. Well, this is deaths per 100,000 people that I'm looking at, and they're sixth. Wow, District of Columbia is up there. <clears throat> Rhode Island, who? But uh, Hawaii, Wyoming, Alaska, South Dakota, so low-populated places. But Texas is right down really low with those low-populated. Tennessee, they're actually pretty low. And that's that's kind of funny considering we opened everything back up two weeks ago and like mm. we everything seems to be going fine with that. But. That's interesting. Hey, let's play a game. Oh, are you guys ready? Oh, I think we are. I'm always ready for a game. All right, what do we got today, Rick? All right, so for today's game. Based off a game, we're going to do it a little different than the uh, rules say, but we're going to play a game called Bad People. Bad People. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a couple rounds. Governor of Michigan. Bad person. Oh, wait. No. I like that. All right. Oh, sorry. So I got some cards here, and each one of them is going to have a topic on there, and we're going to see out of the four of us who it is for most likely to be. We're going to vote. We're going to discuss. We're going to see what happens. We will see who that card is based on. So, are you guys ready? Let's do this. All right. Let's do it. We're going to start with a regular card just to get everybody warmed up here. All right. All right. Round one. Ding, ding. Gentlemen, out of the four of us, who has the worst poker face? Justin. Justin. Yeah. Justin. It's true. I... Because he said it last week. He would sit there and be like, look at my poker face. 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 Poker face.
The one thing about having a bad poker face is if you can hold it together one time, people will believe whatever face you have. But the but the thing is, is like you used to be like so. real goofy when you'd get cards, so it was real easy to tell. Yeah, I'm like, I know what this is. This is good. This is good, guys. No one's gonna put any money in. But yeah, there was t- there was times where where uh, B was a little overconfident. And I didn't really bluff much because I don't like doing things when I had bad hands. It was it was hard to tell with me, obviously, and you know, <clears throat> I, I I taught Texas a little bit about bluffing, and he did really good when me and him went to that one tournament together. So, you know, I lasted longer than Rick did. Yeah, but you got to remember, I had, I had, <laughs> yeah, but you got to remember, I had some stiff competition good for her. too. <laughs> wow alright so we're all uh, in agreement Jay Hizzle you have the worst poker face it's true it's true what all can right. I say this one's going to be a little more dirtier this is from the not safe at work pile gentlemen most hmm. likely to google the age of consent in the state they're traveling to Rick Texas. <laughs> Rick. Um, Rick. Rick. <laughs> All right. We'll go with Rick. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I need someone to explain this to me. Well, so. You like the young ones. You get that 19-year-old, right? No. It's true. You, because you, you know, you're like, she's really cute, and I'm in a state that I don't know. I think it's 18, but what if it's 17, and she's 17, and I can make this work? So, you know. oh, okay. And, what? What? what and, in, in what world would I be like? Oh man, that seventeen-year-old's hot. Like, you can't tell people's ages these days. Sometimes when they're sixteen, they look like they're twenty-seven. Yeah. Like, well, well I know this. But you I'm, just got to be careful, and fake IDs make it even harder. And they're everywhere. Yeah. I mean, and ninety percent when I travel, I have my kids with me, so I don't even think about it. Ask Justin. We were in California. I never thought about it once. It's not like when I was in Wisconsin, I'm like, man, I wonder if there's any 17-year-olds and I can bang them. I mean, what the fuck? Like, if I go on dates even, I, I get a copy of their license first. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. That's why that's he's single, why, That's folks. why I never go on dates. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to need your ID. I'm going to need a credit card to hold just in case this doesn't work out. I'll still, I also need your well, social security number so I do a background check. I always will pay for the first meal on the first date. Is it the first one? They pay all the others? That's, no, that's I'm just not quite what I thought he was going to say. I there. figure if someone <laughs> always pay for it, whether it went good or bad or whatever, if they're nice enough to take the time other day to come meet me somewhere, then I'll pay for for it. That's nice of them. Usually the guy does pay for stuff unless they're like, oh, I want to go Dutch, which, you know, we're in that new generation. Yeah, now. but that's where you just grab the receipt or the receipt. You grab yeah. the thing before they can get it. Well, the new generation, they don't even talk on a date. They just stare at their darn phones and don't acknowledge the thing shows existence. Oh, I usually just stare at my date. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to finish eating that? Hey, so what do you uh, do for a living? Are you going to eat that last slice? <laughs> You know, I saw you got macaroni and cheese. Um, I really like macaroni and cheese. Can I have it? Do you want to share dessert, or can I have the whole thing? <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> working on my gut. <laughs> uh, waiter, waiter, can I get grilled cheese, and the lady would like a glass of milk? Some mm. cottage cheese on the side, please. Are you going to drink that milk? <laughs> uh, but anyway, Rick. It's, it's for you. You win that round. <laughs> okay. Congratulations. All right, so let's find out now. Round three. Out of, out of the four of us, most likely to have had sex in the back of a taxi. Rick. 
Rick. <laughs> I gotta go, Rick. There are a lot of tax. Rick doesn't travel a ton, though. There aren't a lot of taxis in Battle Creek, is there? There's none not anymore. anymore. So I'm gonna have to go with Captain B. Slow. I live in Battle Creek too. Yeah, but I could see <laughs> you. You okay? It's more based on personality-wise. Who's most likely? Well, um, then I'd probably Rick. go with Rick. But if you were to go with literally, who's the more likely? Brian actually has a lady who he's marrying, and. I they travel every now and then, and I could see them being adventurous because they're adventurers. Uh, I gotta go with me. If the opportunity presented itself, they would probably take that adventure on. What did Josh say? No, I said Rick. Okay, okay. I, I, I got so one for me and two for Rick. Yeah, I, I I I gotta go with me just because I had a hand job in the back of a school bus once. Anyways, that's not a taxi. You, know, <laughs> you realize those are for kids from a school. Don't I, don't hop on those. <laughs> just go somewhere, Rick. <laughs> taxi, taxi. And back to the age of consent. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was still in school back then. Thank you. Okay. okay. I'm glad you clarified that. It's not like I was a parent on a field trip or something. Jesus oh, that was uh boy that went that that went <laughs> south in a hurry and not the way that I was expecting. Well, we got for round four. All right, so gentlemen, if we all die today, who's most likely to end up in hell? <laughs> Rick, Texas. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. Oh, it's one of you two, <laughs> Rick. Uh, I got I gotta go with Texas. Some some of the shit he I've said. I've done more shenanigans with Josh than Rick, so I'm gonna go with Josh. <laughs> some of the shit Josh says. I'm gonna I'm go with Rick because we haven't <laughs> had our first tie yet. So what do you guys do for a tie? Rock paper scissors? We still wouldn't well, have a tie because well, no, well, Rick and Brian chose me, and I chose myself. Oh, okay. I I mean, there's stuff. No that, tie. There's there's stuff that Texas has said where he's like, "Man, I'm going to hell for this." Yeah, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> and I and I do that too, but he seems to do it a lot more often. I don't know if I wanted to say what my one was a long time ago, so I'm just going to behave on that one. Okay. Yeah. So whose idea was it for the blow-up doll at Justin's closet? Was it well, Texas or Rick? It was Texas, I, I but want... here, here's what originally happened. Wait, originally who happened... was it? That person's the one I choose. Well, 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 oh, oh, That's what I'm that, thinking. It was Jeff. The, 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 the closet right. was a collaborative effort, but see my, what happened My was, vote has changed. What, what, what has happened was was... Texas decided to be funny and buy a blow-up doll from Spencer's. Wait, 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 wait. A midget blow-up doll. Don't forget that part. <laughs> a midget blow-up doll from Spencer's. And he decided, hey, I got you a gift. Okay, you're being funny. I like it. So, it's hilarious. So, we used it on our Wisconsin trip almost every chance that we could to uh, make fun of When we say they used else. it, they just meant they, like, <laughs> blew it up. They didn't use it for... Like any purposes. Yeah, they just had it blown up and thought it was funny. <laughs> we know of. We, we, we made it look like it was uh, stripping in front of a toy that uh, B-Slow got for his kid. Um, we put it in his uh, inflatable bed and waited for him to try to go to sleep. Air mattress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in case no one knew. Um, we tried putting it in his suitcase, but he caught it. So then we were like, well, what can we do? Because we really don't want to take this back with us. I don't know why. And so we were like, hey, you know what would be funny? 
What if we stuck it on the broom handle in Jay's closet? Because <laughs> what's the odds he's going to find it before we or before we leave? And sure enough, it took him almost two weeks, which I don't know why it took you two weeks to clean your house, but it took you two weeks to find it. And then you're like, because he was never home. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm never home. But it took him two weeks. And, the, and then he goes, why is there a midget blow up doll in my closet with a broom handle stuck up its ass? And we just all <laughs> busted up laughing. And then, of course, I made sure I got rid of it before I moved. I didn't need like my mom like, what's this? That would have been funny, though. <laughs> That's she would have we had. She would have had fun with it. I mean, as soon as I told that her, we she's got good for. humor. As soon as I told her, like Texas and Rick were involved, she'd know it wasn't me. But it, plus, it I'm too cheap to spend money on things like that. You are, but it, it was <laughs> it, it was worth a fun, fun, fun time. So yeah, it was it was worth the money spent because it uh, it was entertaining for three days. That's for damn sure. It definitely was. Just 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 to see the look on everybody's face and hear. Brian, at, I think it was like 2 a.m. when you finally discovered it because me and Texas were just laying I there waiting into, for I crawled in bed and there it was. Well, we were waiting for <laughs> you. Like, we were just laying there quiet and I was like, I think he's going to bed. And he's just like, hang on, stay quiet. And then all of a sudden we hear B just laugh. Like, what is this? <laughs> so, it was good times. Next. Good times. Well, we got for round five. All right. Guys. Who is most likely to wake up tomorrow not knowing where they are? I don't know if any of us are. Um, well, I have water. Well, you I have water. Well, I. Let's put it this way: Who drinks more out of the four of us? Because I know it ain't me. It's not me. I rarely drink. Texas. No? I barely drink. Man, just when we do game night. We're all really well behaved here. <laughs> we're, we're, we're four boring dudes. <laughs> yeah. We barely even drink unless we're like at a social event. You, you, you know, hey, ladies, three of us are single. Not me. I'm happily. I'll single. pay for your dinner. <laughs> sounds so. I'll a- pay Angel, for your, your mac dinner. and cheese. You got to give him his mil- or your milk, though, so it's all downhill from there. I don't know. Most likely to wake up not uh, not knowing where they are. I guess uh, I've never even been blackout drunk before. You know what? I'll go with me for the simple fact that sometimes I sleepwalk. Oh, that's a okay. I'll go with Texas then I'll, too. I'll pick Josh. Okay. Because uh, there's been times Unanimous I've woken decision. up like in my son's room, and I'm like, "How the hell did I get here?" And my son's like, "You came in about two a.m. and just jumped on the bed." I'm like. Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Good thing you were so pajamas I'll say me because I sleepwalk. All right. Except uh, I, I bought a, I bought a weighted blanket now, so I don't think I'll be sleepwalking that long. Oh, because <laughs> well, it's gonna, it's gonna keep you from getting up. It's too it's heavy. Twenty pounds, man. It's twenty uh, pounds. You got, you got to think about that. Twenty pounds. You're not gonna just like randomly throw that off and be like, oh. I mean, I saw stepbrothers. You could get up and put like pillows in the oven. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I've stumbled in my sleep before trying to find the bathroom, and then you know, I might have just been like, "Fuck it, it's too far to get back to the bed. I'm going to go to the couch." But it's dangerous oh. getting up in the middle of the night at my house because you have to walk past the staircase to get to the bathroom. That's dangerous. Oh, you do, yeah. And the dog lays right there at the top of the stairs. Don't trip over. <laughs> thump, 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 well, thump, Brian thump. passed away. How he tripped over his dog when he went to the bathroom and went down, down the, the stairs. stairs. That's great. Round that great. six. 
Boom, boom. All right. Let's see what we got here. Out of the four of us. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can I skip this one? No. Um, no. No, because I know you guys are going to pick me because of what we just talked about in the other one. Then read it. No. Nope. Read it quick. Let's read it. Most likely to sleep with a minor. Oh, yeah, Rick. <laughs> Rick. I would never do that. I, I don't think wrong. would ever think about it but just because of what we talked about. Yeah, Just an accident. I tripped and <laughs> fell. I mean, no, like, you know, you, you're taking the taxi and you meet someone. <laughs> I fucking hate the three of you right now. Uh, I would nice never... One. I, I would never yeah, do yeah, that, next, by the way. It just next one. No. Make it quick. He won. I know. But it's I, I, I think we're going to have to add an extra one to this. All right. Out of the four of us, most likely leave a party by blowing glitter in your face and disappearing. <laughs> Josh. I'm going to go with Justin. <laughs> I do like Kesha. Because <laughs> he has a weird... Wake up in the morning. Sorry. He, he's, he's a very outgoing personality, and I could just see him doing something weird like that just for the hell of it. But I can see Texas doing it, too. I'm still picking Texas. Tex- I can see me doing it, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can see me. I, I don't I don't you know what go though? parties, though, but I could just be like, you know what? I'm out. I can see Texas doing that more than me, but I could, uh, yeah, I'm going with Texas. You keeping tallies over there? Oh, just I'm just tallying our rounds. All right, out of us. Most likely to hook up with a close friend's ex. I don't think any of us would hook up with a close friend's ex. Isn't that against, like, the bro I've already done it. (laughs) Oh, okay, well, I guess I'm going with Captain B. Slow. Captain Slow. Years ago. (laughs) I mean, I I guess it depends the circumstances and if there's permission involved or something. Well, there's three of us that are Eskimo brothers. None of the four of us. Oh. But, you know... Uh, I mean, if you really like the girl and your buddy got to her first, I mean, you kind of have to try to see, you know. I'm what not I mean? saying names or anything because somebody what might it watch it. So It is what it is. You know. It is what it is. Well, maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know the dating scene very well anyway. It's all confusing. It happens. Round eight. Boom, boom. I think we might have to do a couple more of these. All right. Who was the oldest person to lose their virginity? Jay <laughs> I'll vote for myself. That's great. <laughs> I, I mean, the youngest, uh, Rick. Actually, no, the youngest was Texas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's like the like, to was. Twenty-one's <laughs> the youngest. Oh, I beat that. <laughs> oh, then no, yeah, I definitely beat that. <laughs> I, I, I swear you got there before I did, but uh, you know what you do when you're. Uh, 13 is, uh, never mind. Anyways, back to the minors. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Since some of these rounds went quick, let's do a couple more. Shall All right. We? What do you got? We'll do a couple more. All right. Gentlemen. Most likely to give or receive a dirty Sanchez. <laughs> Rick. 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 Did, do Justin, you, do you know do, what a Dirty Sanchez do, is? Do, do you want to... I've heard of it on the Bob and Tom show. They sang like a song about it or something. Um, <sighs> I guess is it like a mustache ride or something? Who wants a mustache ride? I do, I do. Well, I can always, I can always make that like the Urban Mexico. Dictionary word Woo! of the day. So. No, I'm, 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 I'm going to explain to him what it is. Just, uh... Oh, boy. 
Justin, a dirty Sanchez is an act where someone puts their fingers into their partner's ass, then wipes any poop they may transfer onto their finger over the person's lip, resulting in a poop mustache. Wow, that's really gross. I don't know why anyone would want to do that. And the fact that you think that it would be me, I fucking think you all are assholes. <laughs> You're the most exploitative of all of us, I would say. That, that That's not something I would do to somebody. Texas, maybe. You'd do it too, Josh? No, no, no. I'm saying I think I think Texas, like, if he was, like, really, if, like, he decided he really didn't like the girl, but he was going to hit it anyways, that's something he would do just right. to get rid of her. Like, do another like one? Yourself. Are we moving on to sports? Uh, no, we'll, we'll, we got one more. We got one more? We'll, we'll do one more. All right. All right. Guys. Yeah. Okay, we can't <laughs> do that one. No, is it going to pick you again? No, there was just no way we could do that. All right, in their lifetime, who's most likely to become a pimp or madam? <laughs> like, so either a pimp or a girl? Well, it's 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 supposed to be if there's girls oh. in the thing. So I'm I think the, the is, smoothest like talker and the best with money would be Jay. I mean, I'm gonna go with Justin. I am a businessman. I'll introduce <laughs> myself. He, he, he would have he'd have the schedule printed out and everything. <laughs> yep. Here, here's your itinerary. First, yep. you're gonna have Bob. Then you're gonna have Jerry. He'd have All to right. hire muscle though, because I don't think he could confront someone. Of course, I would hire <laughs> it out. Yeah. Just so you know, when you get to Rick Spade, he may give you a dirty Sanchez. So be prepared. <laughs> That's gonna cost extra. And and then I gotta Google he, the he consent. Paid extra. Yep. I, I, then I had to Google the age of consent, and I had to ask for a taxi as part of the uh, taxi. <laughs> yeah, except for a, a long yellow taxi that says school bus on the side. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow, guys. You know what? Wheels on the taxi go round and round. All right, round so ladies and, and gentlemen, that was bad people. If you would like to play this game the way that we did it or the uh, – Way that's supposed to be done. You can pick the game up on Amazon. Amazon. All right. I think it's time that we do a little bit of sports. Time for sports. Let's go, states. All right, Texas, take it away. All right. Well, unfortunately, this week it's kind of a lighter sporting news time. Uh, UFC 249 was over the weekend. Uh, Out of my two predictions, I was 50%. Um, Henry Cueto did win, but then retired afterwards. Uh, In quite a controversial finish, his opponent was starting to stand up, but the referee called the fight saying he was knocked out, which is kind of hard to do when you're standing up. Wait, he retired? Henry Cueto did after he won, yes. Oh, wow. That's going out on top. Go out on a high note. And his opponent said that the referee who stopped the fight smelled like alcohol and cigarettes. So. Which, I don't know if you guys saw, but on Twitter, he was actually making fun of the fact that the guy was knocked out. The referee was going, uh, after a night of drinking and smoking cigarettes, and they posted the guy before he stood up, and I thought it was funny. Hmm. So. And then in the main event, um, Justin Ganchi won and is the interim lightweight champion, and I guess his next opponent will be, I cannot say his name, so I'll just say Khabib in September. Oh, part of the Elon Musk family. Khabib uh, Nagamurov. Mm, Nagamanagov or something like that. 
makes sense that someone named Justin would win. It seems like a winner name. <laughs> and then, uh, since we're recording this on Thursday, last night, uh, May 13th, there was a UFC fight night. Uh, the main event was Glover Teixeira versus Anthony Smith. And Glover Teixeira won with a KO in the fourth round. Sorry, fifth round. Uh, other than that, NASCAR starts back yes. up on Sunday. Yes. Sunday, Sunday! I'm so excited. And Ryan Newman, who in the first race of the year got Daytona. a really bad yeah, car that, accident. Yeah, that was rough. Uh, will actually be in this race. That's amazing. So technically, I don't think he really missed any. No, that's truly amazing if you see the crash that he survived and he's going to be back. That's awesome. I'm I'm cheering for, they call him the rocket man. Those cars are Uh, safe. Newman Newman actually said, I feel like a complete walking miracle. If you've ever seen uh, Talladega Nights, the ballad of Ricky Bobby, when he goes flying through the air, that's kind of what happened. That's not good. I'm going through the air. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> but, you know, um, I'll, I'll be cheering for Ryan and then um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I really like uh, Ryan Blaney. <clears throat> I don't know who He's races cool. anymore. And, and Clint Boyer. News, He's hilarious. In other news, um, hockey and basketball are still trying to figure out how to finish their season. Uh, baseball is trying to do an 82 game season. Starting the July. owners, the owners are trying to have the players take a reduced salary since they're only playing 82 games, Sounds and fair. there's no fans, so the owners will lose about 60. percent But the, all the baseball players are saying, "Well, we don't want to play for less money." But they're not. They're, it's per game. Wait. Well, they're they're trying to. They're not going to allow fans game. back in July. No. No. That's a bunch of hogwash. Instead of giving them, like, say, $1,000 a game, or $100,000 a game, they're trying to give them, like, $75,000 a game. Oh, no. And baseball players mm. are like, oh, it's not worth it to play. I mean, it's still, I'll play for that. That's more <laughs> than I make in a year. They play one That's game. That's more than I make in a year. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I read that the stands make up 40% of their revenue, and the other 60 is, like, you know, TV well, deals. Well, they don't have that, concessions but. or anything either. So. No, and they're going to have less games. I mean, what happened to playing for the love of the game? No, they don't have that no more. Now it's all about greed and money. They do it in hockey, I think. I really, truly think a lot of players play hockey for the love of the game. Maybe soccer? Independent wrestling. Soccer is high-paid. Some areas. Okay. I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, independent wrestling is the love of the game because those guys, you could be anywhere from 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 20 bucks. Hell, I got to, to a hot dog. I'd say I got paid a hot dog when I was refereeing. For I'd pro say wrestling, MMA so. is probably love of the game. Yeah, there's money in the fights, but all the training and stuff they got to do, they have to love it. I would say every sport is I mean, for the love of the you, game, except for the major leagues where you're paid millions and millions. And like I said, I think a lot of hockey players are still love of the game. Even football, maybe. If you look at it, there's a UFC fighter named Donald Cowboy Cerrone. This guy will fight anyone, anytime, any weight class. He doesn't care. There was one time he had a fight. Two weeks later, they had another fighter drop out, and he volunteered and actually went into that fight and won Hmm. on just two weeks. Good. That's a Uh, a quick recovery. (laughs) Cowboy Cerrone is one of my favorites. Right now, he's kind of suffering a... I think a three-fight losing streak, but, he, you know, he'll fight anyone anytime. 
And other uh, UFC news, there's a UFC fight night on May 16th. So that's coming up. Um, other than that, there's not really a lot of sports going on. You know, when it comes to sports, I'm, like I said, I'm just happy there's some live sports, even if there's no fans. And I'm really hoping that NHL does their draft in June because that will um, really help the Detroit Red Wings, which is our team. Fingers crossed. Uh, s- sports-wise, real quick, um, what were your feelings on the uh, money in the bank there, Texas? <laughs> um, I, it was definitely different. Um, for the two of you who don't know, uh, WWE normally has a pay-per-view called Money in the Bank where they have a men's match and a women's match and they try to climb up a ladder to get a briefcase. And that briefcase can be used for, I believe, any title, anytime, anywhere. The heavyweight um, title. Anytime. Well, does it really specify heavyweight? Because I know uh, yep, they're yep. saying that Otis may do it for the tag team titles. That, that's a rumor, but no, he wants the heavyweight title. That He did an interview this week, so... Anyways, this time was a little different because there was no fans. And what they did was they fought from the bottom floor of the WWE headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut, to the roof, where they had briefcases hanging off the roof or hanging on the roof. That's crazy. The, the, the highlight of the show was watching Rey Mysterio and Aleister Black get thrown off the roof. I'm sitting there with my kids and I go, They just killed that motherfucker. They're virgin ears. But uh, I, I liked it. I'm happy Otis won, and Asuka actually won the championship instead of the money in the bank because Becky Lynch is pregnant. Congratulations, Becky. Congratulations, Becky. Seth, you ruined another career, damn it. Okay, I feel better now. Up five the- of the week. Oh, is that your, is that your sports? Top five, top five. Five. All right. So the top five this week is going to be top five favorite game shows. And when I say game shows, it can be anything from you sit and you answer trivia to win to you go through obstacle courses any kind of game show on TV where you compete in some way to, you know, win, win a game. So there's a whole bunch of good games out there. It's a tough one to, to kind of come up with. So we'll uh, we'll go around the horn here, and we'll start with Texas. Yeah. All right. What are cool. your top five? So... Number five, I'm going to go with a show I used to watch with my grandparents all the time, and that is Survivor. Oh, that's a good one. My I parents like love that. I would um, not survive. No, no, I don't think I would either. Number four, I'm going to go with uh, Weakest Link, because I love that really rude British lady. You are the Weakest Link. Goodbye. <laughs> that, that's another I good forgot one. about that show. Uh, I yeah. remember an episode where she got really mad at the guy, and the guy was just like trying to mouth off her, like, shut up, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, number three, I think I will go with uh, Wheel of Fortune. I've always kind of liked that one with uh, Pat Zajac and Vanna White. Yeah, that's a classic. And number two, a show I used to watch with my grandfather when I was sick 
from school, Price is Right. Yeah, this is a great one. Uh, with Bob Barker and with Drew Carey. Come on down. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. Can we get your pet spayed or neutered? I've actually been to that show in person, and it was amazing. And the number one is a show that's kind of been on recently, but uh, my kids and I really seem to enjoy it, and that's Masked Singer. Oh, I haven't actually seen that show, but I hear good things. It, it's a pretty good show. My kids like it. All right. Captain Beeslow, what do you got? Well, I'm going to start with number five is Let's Make a Deal. Oh, Name that's Bray. a classic. Number four, The Price is Right. The Price <sighs> is Wrong, Bob. <laughs> price is Right is just, when you think of game shows, that's one of the first things that come to my mind. Number three, something I used to like, watching Cash Cab. Ah. Yeah, that's a good one. Do you think you would win any cash if you were in that game show? Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Number two, Family Feud. The comments that come that's out of people's awesome. mouths. I do love Family Feud, <laughs> especially now with Steve Harvey because his reaction—it's—it's it's great. <laughs> yes, yeah. There was there was one, and I think it's freaking hilarious if you see Steve Harvey's reaction. The question was, "What was the last thing you had your finger in?" And the dude goes, "My wife, Steve." And Steve, <laughs> that's why I love this show. Steve just kind of looks at him and he's like, are you, did you really just say that? <laughs> and then, you know, he found out it wasn't up there. So then he goes to the next person who was his wife and goes, what was the last thing you had your finger in? And looks back at the husband and the husband's like, no, uh-uh, not me, I don't think so. Uh, that's great. You, you know, one of my favorite ones was, uh, there was the two guys up there and one of them I think was like a youth pastor or something like that. And the other guy had buzzed in, and he's like, "What?" Or, and the question was, "What is something that or you would like to have two of in your bed?" And the one guy buzzed in, he's like, "Women." And the youth pastor went up to him and like gave him a hug, and he's like, "He's like, are you kidding me?" He's like, "You gave the man a hug." <laughs> he's like, "That is something that's going to be talked about at church this week." <laughs> Just it's great. And my number one. Alex Trebek, Jeopardy. Used to watch it with my grandparents at night all the time. I would definitely lose on that show. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not good I, with I trivia. I like Jeopardy, but I, I would not do good at that show. So, <laughs> All right, Mr. Rick Spade, what do you got? All right, so I kind of went a different approach here. Um, of course, when don't you? Well, you know, it is me. All right, so... um. Number five, one of my favorites, something I wanted to do when I was a kid, and I even had the toy sets for this. I went with American Gladiators. Oh, nice. Good one. Yeah. I'm surprised that's number five. I thought it'd be higher on your list. Well, I had a lot of these, and it was hard for me to choose. So, but no, I had the toy set. I always wanted to participate in it. Unfortunately, it got shut down twice, you know, because obviously in the 90s, we weren't old enough, and then Hulk Hogan tried to revive it with uh, Ali's daughter, and that had a short run. But, yeah, American Gladiators was my number five. Number four, Ninja Warrior. But not American Ninja Warrior. I like the Japanese version, Sasuke. Okay. That was my all-time favorite. I used to watch it on G4 all the time. I mean, I like Ninja Warrior now, but the original, that was the best. Like, that, to me, was a lot harder than what they're doing now. Nothing beats an original. Yeah. So, number... 
three came on Spike TV. It was an original in Japan also. Uh, oh. It went by Takeshi Challenge, also known as Most Extreme Elimination. <laughs> I was going to tell him Pokemon oh, isn't real, but... <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not. Like, just to sit there and listen no. to the American commentary of them making fun of these people getting hit with balls and all these other things, it's just fucking hilarious. And to me, that was my number three. My Did, number, didn't that come on after Raw for a while? It came on after Raw. It came out on the weekends. Like, they played it, like, two or three times because that was just one of their better shows that they had on uh, Spike TV at the time. I was going to name that one, so I'm glad you did. Spike TV, women on trampolines. And now it's Paramount. I miss some of the old school shows. Number two, you pick the briefcase, you see what the dollar amount is. It's deal or no deal. Yeah, it's a good pick. I like Howie Mandel. I like seeing all the women with their briefcases. I always thought I had the uh, secret skill. And when I used to play Deal or No Deal on the little uh, games at the arcade, most of the time I would actually get the uh, right amount for tickets. So that was one of my favorites. So, yeah, number two is Deal or No Deal. And my number one, it was an original back in the day, and then they remade it. We're going with Press Your Luck and Whammy. I don't know that one. Big Bucks, No Whammies. Big Bucks, No Whammies. Stop. You hit that whammy, and then they had a little animated red guy go across the screen and take your money from you. Nice. Or you could get extra spins and stuff. And uh, the original Press Your Luck actually had a scandal. There was a whole uh, documentary on it where the guy actually learned that it was a uh, sequence. So if he watched it, he could actually stop it, and he ended up getting like $20,000 or something like that. And he passed his spins on and everything, but... Like, he ended up uh, they ended up uh, talking about it years later and did a whole documentary on it, but that was my favorite. Now it's all randomized. But, yeah, pressure luck whammy. That's my number one. You guys remember, like, there was a Legends of Doom, like a Nickelodeon game show? Legends that's of the Hidden Temple. That's it, yeah. That's Hidden probably on Justin's list. That's it. All right, so, Jay Hizzle, what are your this top five? Is, this was tough because there's so many good game shows out there. There is. Like, it was super tough. So, number five, though. I went with America's Got Talent. I really uh, enjoy watching that show, and it's amazing to see how talented of people there are out there. Or when they're doing some of the auditions, how untalented people there are, which is also funny to she watch. She bang! She bang! You, you, you know, my favorite one on that was the uh, guy who was uh, like, I'm a giraffe! <laughs> like, some of them, though, are actually kind of funny. I'm a beautiful butterfly! But like I think Darcy Lynn is the the girl that's a ventriloquist, and she's amazing because she can sing too, and you can't even see her lips move. It's crazy. It's fantastic. But, and then some of the magicians that are on there are the clairvoyants. Uh, but great show. Um, then number four we just discussed Legends of the Hidden <laughs> Temple. Yeah. Oh man, I told you that was on his list. But I was a kid. I love that show so much. And like, if I ever catch reruns, I'll just sit and watch them. I bet they're on YouTube. But oh, yeah. I, I just love Legends of the Hidden Temple. It was so fun. I was would cheer for the Red Jaguars because my favorite color is red. But um, <laughs> what else? They had, like they remade the that show. Didn't Silver they? Snakes. I, I think they're getting ready and, to reboot it. Really? Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. I love that. Old Mac. I don't know if you remember Old Mac, but he was like the talking head that would explain everything. And then you have to get the pendants of life, and then like the temple guards would take you, and 
But uh, it was always frustrating, though, when they would suck at the last part because it's time. And you're like, go faster. Come on. You can do it. Why are you taking so long to put the monkey together? But number three, The Price is Right, baby. I love The Price is Right. Like I said, I've been lucky enough in California to go see tapings of it before. And uh, I actually got to shake hands with Drew Carey. It was awesome. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's so much fun. And they just get the – Shake hands with Texas? Yeah, with Texas. Yeah, Texas looks like Drew Carey, but uh, and he's when he was fatter. Drew Carey is hilarious too. Like be, between takes and stuff, he'll just talk to the audience and tell stories and ask questions. He just seems like an all around great guy. Number two, number two, American Ninja Warrior. So Brick likes the original. I didn't get into it until it came to America. And I really enjoy American Ninja Warrior and watching them go through those obstacles. Some of them make it look so easy, and it's so hard, and it's just a lot of fun. And then my favorite, this is a show, if I could be on any show I'd want to be on, Deal or No Deal. That show is just awesome. I love watching all the episodes and watching as people try to figure out what's in their case and thinking, what would I do in that situation? Would I take the deal or would I not? And so... Sometimes I do better than them. Sometimes I don't. But that would just be a fun game show to be on. You don't even have to be that smart to be on that show. You just got to, you know, Pick be lucky. Strategize. Be lucky and have some self-discipline. So, but those are my top five. You know, uh, before we move on to the uh, next subject, speaking of uh, game shows, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but um, at the casino – they do, like, the uh, America's Greatest Game Show. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of it. Okay, so, like, um, sometimes they'll have people that had run game shows. Like, um, when I went to it, they had Bob Eubanks. Oh, I heard of Eubanks. Um, he did a lot of the game shows back in the day. And uh, they would just do, like, random games, and sometimes they'd give out casino credits, sometimes they'd give out cash. Um, I actually got to do one of those. Um I went to the America's Greatest Game Show at the Firekeepers Casino in Battle Creek, and I got picked for the final game, and if I had made it all the way to the end, I would have got a chance to play for $25,000. Wow, that would have been awesome. Yeah, but just because I got picked to be one of the 10 people to play the final game, I got $1,000. So Nice. It just goes to show you, uh, if you see something that you want to go to, go to it, because you just never know. I put a dollar in a slot machine once and got 20 out. That was my big win. Oh, uh, last time I won enough to get a laptop. So Yeah, I'm not good at gambling. I but, like to keep my money. But, you know, if they ever do any of these game shows around here where they're doing like a uh, sub version of it, we definitely should try to go. Because I know they've done like prices Right and stuff before, so it'd be nice to try to go and do that again. And those schools, Brick already like said he'd split his winnings four ways. He's so nice. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> maybe, maybe you were asleep. I don't know, but I mean, I, I, I mean, if I won really big, I'd give you guys a little something, something. But I'm not about to All split right. it four ways. I got bills to pay. That's fair. That's fair. You got miles to feed. Yeah. Ain't nothing in this you world for free. Not to mention, he has an amazing review of the week coming up. I do. What do we got? Skipping over. Well, hang on, wait, wait. Oh. We're, we're skipping over cop talk. No, I'm ready for some cop talk. And now it's time for cop talk.
Tasers hurt. I don't have a lot today. First, but we're going to talk about blasphemy. Oh. I know. Blasphemy. Taking the Lord's name in vain. That's not good. No. Or profane talk is something supposed to be sacred, impious, or reverent. Oh, that's not good. I, I Is it illegal in Michigan? It should be. Yes. Yes, it is. Does it violate amendments? Yes. It even yes, violates it does. amendments? But it's still illegal in Michigan. <laughs> oh, the law violates amendments. So basically, yep. so basically yep. you're saying they cancel each other out. No, because it's never gone to court. Well, God damn it. Well, yep. Take the, the Lord's uh, name in vain in Michigan, among other states, and you're not only busted by the third commandment, but you're also on the wrong side of the law. So is that a misdemeanor? It is a misdemeanor. Yes, it so is. So could you actually ticket someone then? <laughs> you can actually charge somebody for taking the Lord's name in vain. It's actually still on the Michigan books. It's one of the oldest laws there is. When you open up the Michigan criminal law, it's one of the first things you read. So you could ask, so if you were dealing with someone that was a complete jerk and they took them to the Lord's name in vain, you could actually write them a ticket or just arrest them for disorderly conduct. <laughs> that would be yeah. amazing. But you, you, you can't. It, they got to be basically brought before a judge or a magistrate almost immediately. The mayor of San Antonio, like two, three days ago, put it in writing that it is illegal to say Chinese virus. What? What's legal yeah, about that? Oh, because it's offensive to some people. He's a he's a Democrat. You Who's know? it offensive to? It came from China. It's a Chinese virus. I don't get it. I don't know. He 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 put in there. You cannot say Chinese virus or it's a misdemeanor or whatever. So he's basically trying to limit free free speech and stuff like that. So. I mean, the Spanish flu was. Well, I don't even know if that actually was from Spain or not. Well, I I, I think it's hmm. a matter of we're trying not to. Um, in China. Well, Asian people in general, you know what I mean? Because but, I've, but you ask any one of them, they're not offended. I know, it came from China. I know, <laughs> but if you sat there and you've seen a Japanese person, you're like, oh, you gave me the Chinese flu. I, you know what I'm saying? Oh, don't do Yeah, that doesn't make that's, any sense. That, that, that'd, no. be like, that'd be like the Spanish yeah, flu. Going up to a Mexican person be like, uh, oh, you, know? you gave me the Spanish flu. You know, that's but, totally but, disrespectful and uncalled yeah, it for. Is. It's unethical, I think. So yeah. I, but, I, yeah. I can understand that. I guess it's just the context that you put it on. But we go back to blasphemy. <laughs> you got to think and trying to enforce this law. What gods are we talking about? Well, I was, you know, they think God. Well, well, what do you think? What the, how many different belief systems are there out there in the world? So are what are they taking people? their God? Is there a certain for what God? What, what one is it? You just have no idea. I'm guessing they mean God, not like Zeus or Pegasus or something. Or Buddha. So, what about Odin? The North's the North's mythology. Odin to Valhalla I go. All I know is if you talk about the spaghetti monster, we're all in trouble, mm. so leave him alone. But you know, Michigan still has this law. Pennsylvania repealed the law in nineteen seventy seven. Um, but it's still here because no one's ever taken it to court. Someone takes it to court. Hey, this might be someone to take it to court and get it off the books if they listen to us. Huh. One of the ten people. <laughs> Very interesting. So that's my strange hey, uh, law from Michigan. Who the hell is the spaghetti monster? <laughs> there. Okay, so there was a lady who wanted to wear a calendar on her head for her driver's license picture, 
and they wouldn't let her do it. And she said that she believed in the um, Church of the Spaghetti Monster. And they still wouldn't let her do it. So she went to court, and she ended up winning, and she was able to get it. So there are actually people that believe in the Church of the Spaghetti Monster. True thing. Look it up. Hmm. Interesting. It's just to get out of paying taxes. What ups? Whatever floats your boat. There's a lot of people that just start up religions. So. Now. uh, Now we can get to Rick's big review that I've been waiting for. This is a fantasy of mine. The final Final fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that you mentioned that. So, yeah. I'm an avid RPGer. That's a role-playing gamer, you know. He likes to role-play. Well, you know. All facets of life. It depends. Even on the... School uh, teacher, doctor. Anyways. The school bus taxi? Taxi. Well, you know, taxi driver. <laughs> it's <Anyways>. funny. <laughs> when when Rick was visiting me in Wisconsin, went to the cities, and a taxi went by, and he was like, where's the stop sign on that thing? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are great. Such small taxis here. <laughs> Shouldn't it be yellow? <laughs> ah. But anyways, I'm an arb- avid RPG here for the gaming world. It's role-playing games. For those of you that don't know, and uh, now you know the series that's near and dear to me has always been Final Fantasy. Uh, Final Fantasy VI is where I got my uh, son Locke's name from. But today, I'm going to review Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VII Remake. So in 1997, Final Fantasy VII hits homes for the original PlayStation. That's the PlayStation One. I have one of them. I have the classic. I used to have the original. Got it for my birthday when I was like 13. I have a three. Oh. You can play one, two, and three. I know. Aren't those awesome? I still have all my original it PlayStation is. discs for it. PlayStation. So, uh, PlayStation. Final Fantasy VII hit stores, and unlike its predecessor, it was the first one to be 3D. The uh, polygon characters as opposed to the 2D sprites. 3Ds? 3D. No sprite. Not, 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 like, not like 3D boobs, but, you know, 3D. It wasn't flat like Mario. It was, you know, polygons. And, uh, yeah, it embarked in the 3D world. So expanding over three discs, which was unheard of because back in the Super Nintendo and Nintendo days, you had cartridges. But here we had three discs. Final Fantasy VII joined Cloud and members of Avalanche to stop Shinra from mining the planet of Mako Energy and later found out there was much more to the story as you find out about Sephiroth and the Ancients and about Genova. So, this game has been highly regarded as one of the greatest games of all time. Always topping the top 100 list. So, of course, me, I was excited in 2015 when they announced that they were going to do the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Now, it took five years to get, and we ended up getting it on the PlayStation 4 because in 2015, we were still on the 3. You have it? I do. And I had just finished it recently. With more realistic graphics and actual dialogue with a voice cast, Final Fantasy VII greatly expands where its predecessor did. Uh, And while the expansion of the story is only part, that's right, part of the story, it goes to a uh, over 40 hours and barely scratches the first of the surface of the original game. That's right. We're going to have more parts to this thing. 
If you didn't know, the original game, over 80 hours if you did all these side quests and you tried to complete it. It got bored in a half hour. Me, I like the expansive stories. Mm -hmm. I've been doing it forever. So, yeah, it's not the full game. But uh, for this, being one of my favorites of all time, I will kill you. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. A 10 out of 10? Is that your first rating? I mean, I guess this is only your second review, but that's your first 10. 10 out of 10. Only two episodes in. Six stars if we were in the Tokyo Dome. Wow. If anybody wants to have a review, you can post it on Rick's, whatever his email is. So, uh, if you if you want to pick up Final Fantasy VII Remake, it's exclusive for the PlayStation Four. If PlayStation you wanna, Four. If you want to pick up Final Fantasy VII, four. you can get it on Steam. You can get it on your phones or what's, tablets. What is Steam? Steam is a gaming app that you can get on your computers. Jackbox Games. But yeah, you can pick it up on your uh, Android. I believe you can pick it up on your iPhone. If you want to pick it up on consoles, it's available on the Nintendo Switch, the Xbox, and the PlayStation on the App Store. So yeah, if you want to pick it up, make sure you make sure it's uh, of legal age. <laughs> what is it rated? Uh, I believe it's rated T for Teen, although it does have a lot of foul language. <laughs> and you can pick her up for fifteen to twenty bucks. So there you go. All Stick right. a bubble gum. Final Fantasy VII. Go check it out. Woo! Final Fantasy ten out seven. of ten. Oh my gosh! You and know. if you want to give Rick anything to review, make sure you send it to at Rick Spade on Twitter. Right. Oh, before we get, he'll to... even review your favorite porn. Oh boy! As long as it's on Pornhub, because I'm not about to pay to uh, try to watch that Pirates movie again. Go <laughs> see my peg. Now look, those pirate chicks were hot in that movie, damn it. Pirate chicks. Speaking of pirate chicks, guys, I have some tweets. Let's go. Just a few tweets. I was looking at tweets because I like to see what people are tweeting. Were, 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 were pirates <laughs> tweeting? No, there's this guy called at Real Ham on Rye. I don't know, but he said not to brag. Sounds like a good sandwich. Not to brag, but my car now gets three months per gallon. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of funny because I'll have to say, when I was, when I got back from California, I did like two actual weeks of quarantine and my car was probably getting three months per gallon too. This one was at Maryland Mudflap. As the world gets dumber, I can't help but think Pizza Hut should give a personal pan pizza to every adult who reads 12 books over the summer. (laughs) Kind of like, was it uh, Scholastic that used to do that or something like that? Or kids would get a free pizza if they read they, they a certain st- amount of books? Yeah. They, they still book do fairs. that. Yeah. Although, I remember back in the day when, when we were in elementary school, Did they you? would actually, uh, you could actually get the um, VHSs with it too. Because I got the first two uh, X-Men episodes doing that. And then, of course, I always like to look at what are our presidential candidates tweeting about, right? So we'll start with uh, Mr. Huge. Mr. Joe Biden here. Sleepy Joe Biden. So, we don't believe in truth. We believe in facts. So Joe Biden was responding to, uh, they were talking about how Laura, Laura Trump said clearly the Obama administration did not leave to this administration any kind of game plan for something like this. And they were talking about COVID-19, the whole pandemic. So Joe Biden tweets, this is a bunch of malarkey. And you know it. 
We left a 69-page playbook on how to fight pandemics. <laughs> you can read it if you'd like. And make sure to pass along your notes to President Trump. He could use them. But my <laughs> Very specific, though. Why was it a 69-page playbook <laughs> on how to fight pandemics? Because he's a pervert. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. He like, likes to touch women. It wasn't like we left a playbook. It was We left a 69-page playbook. Oh, I'm just picturing it in like the page, in the White House, the 69 pager that says pandemics, how to fight them. Page one, touch your secretary inappropriately. Step two, try to kiss somebody on the neck. Step three, try to smell her hair. Doesn't matter sweet who her is. In her ear. Step four, if you see the virus, say, hey, baby, how are you? I'm Sleepy Joe. And then, of course, uh, you know... Donald Trump has to tweet, right? That's kind of what he does. So he's a huge. I think he, uh, I think he thinks really highly of himself. He would consider himself a winner, I would say. (laughs) Even if he lost, like at everything, he'd still be like, "I'm the best loser there is. (laughs) I lose so much, I win." (laughs) Well, you know, you gotta believe in your own damn hype, otherwise, what? Oh, he does. So this was this was one of his tweets here. So interesting to see all the these people I beat so badly, pundits and consultants that never had a chance, telling me how to run the office, for office. Many are Republicans who should love our 280 new judges, rebuilt military, 2A, great VA, low taxes, etc. Just don't like that I beat them. I don't know what 2A is. but Or this one he's talking about his record. <clears throat> 22 and 0 in my endorsements of congressional candidates this season. California and Wisconsin won big on Tuesday. Thank you to all those very brilliant voters. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> I'm, I didn't, it's kind of interesting. Like, there's a season apparently for congressional candidates, too. I guess there kind of is. But uh, I like how he thanks all those are very brilliant voters. <laughs> for the rest of you that were stupid voters. <laughs> You're all big losers, and you will be disappointed because you suck. I love your voice. <laughs> uh, just I, his tweets are just whether you love them or you hate them. Donald Trump's tweets are very entertaining to read. He 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 went on a rant uh, for the last couple of days about Obamagate. So Obamagate is the biggest scandal ever. There's never been a gate like it. It's bigger than Watergate. Like, I don't know if you can get bigger than Watergate because we're still talking about Watergate, and that happened, what, 40 years ago? Water is all over that gate now. It's all about Obama. <laughs> uh, just Politics is just crazy. Not just Trump. Not Biden. Everyone. But, uh, no, I, I do enjoy his tweets. and Biden doesn't tweet as much, but they're all characters. And then I got to end because I love Arnold. His tweets aren't necessarily funny or anything. They're just fun to read. So uh, Arnold says, I hope this helps some of you right now. And if your routine is screwed up, don't beat yourself up. You know how I feel about negative talk. Just pick yourself up and move forward. Even if it's one step further than yesterday, you can do it. He's actually really... Motivation. You do a darn good Arnold. A pretty accurate Ar- Trump, too. Arnold, uh, Arnold's awesome. You know, Arnold, has he made mistakes in life? Yes, but he, I follow him, and he's like one of the most positive people. 
Because I was positive all the time. Maybe that's why I like him so much. But um, you guys know who uh, Fluffy is, Gabriel Iglesias. Yes. Look up yeah. his skit that he does about him meeting Arnold. Oh, it's do absolutely that hilarious. I'll have to do that sometime. But <laughs> you, you, you know, one one tweet just so we can add a little positivity to everybody right now because I know everybody needs it. Mm-hmm. Elmo. Yeah, Elmo has his own Twitter, if you didn't know. Elmo tweeted, Smile! Someone loves you. And Elmo loves you, too. Aww. That was good. That's a good Elmo voice. That was a good Elmo voice. And I learned Brian, something tonight. Ryan, who, who do you impersonate? Because, you know, they can do something. What can we do? He impersonates a cop. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, um... Don't arrest me! <laughs> Sometime I'm going to have my brother on the show because his Elmo I found out tonight when I was visiting is, um, it's incredible. Kid love it. <laughs> yes. My nephew loves it. <laughs> and Taylor, his wife, and I were just looking at him like, what, where did he learn this skill? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was ridiculous. I, I, uh, I think sometimes it becomes an inherent trait that you just start learning random impressions as you go along. I guess my Elmo's not that great, but. Uh, the only thing I can do is Donald Duck. Oh. <laughs> Donald Duck, what happened? <laughs> Sometimes do SpongeBob like Squidward. <laughs> Who lives in the pineapple under the sea? Squidward does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh. not a crusty crab. And now, Josh. Are you guys ready? You know what time it is? I know what time it is. It's this time. It's the Urban Dictionary definition of the week. Take it away, Texas. All right. Jay Hizzle, can you tell me what Neptune's kiss is? Neptune's kiss? Yep. Oh, that's something I'm guessing that. Asteroids. Happens to asteroids. It's got to be. Because Neptune is a planet, and it's way out there in the solar system. So let's be honest. Astronauts haven't been out there, so they don't kiss in Neptune. And humans, monkeys, and no one's really been out there. But asteroids, when they go past Neptune, sometimes what happens is Neptune will gravitate the asteroids towards them, but not into Neptune. So it kind of starts passing Neptune, and then it goes... Off the atm- I don't know if Neptune has an atmosphere, but off the atmosphere, and then it continues, and we call that the Neptune kiss. So, so, so basically, you're saying it kind of scrapes across it like a nutsack going across the face. Can, sure. Can I, can I get a cricket sound on that one for you? It's no longer available. <laughs> we got rid of that. But um, uh, I guess that would be... was I close, or did it more like, or was it similar but like a larger person? A, like a person walks by s- someone and they give them a little kiss. I swear somebody's got a little bit of ADD over there. You were thinking of the completely wrong Neptune. Oh, what what, what other Neptunes are there? Like the god Neptune. Oh, the god of the sea. Oh, All right. wait, wait, would you like would you like to try to do a s- second guess? No, no I want to hear what we got. What do we got? Neptune's kiss, the name given to the water or piss splash, which wets one's bottom 
when excreting a particularly heavy crap when sitting on the toilet. Oh, like when you drop a big load and it plops up and your butt gets... Oh. Or you pee out your butt and it just splashes back up. I didn't know that was called did you something. you pee out of your butt? <laughs> yes, he did. Huh. You've never peed out your butt before? No, sure I've it's never... called diarrhea. You've never had diarrhea, huh? <laughs> Not to where wow. it looks like I'm peeing out of my butt. What the fuck? Now in the rare times that happens, I'm going to be like, I just got kissed by Neptune. <laughs> that was actually kind of a cool one. We're going to text the next time. Oh, I got Neptune's kiss. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, we can't just do one. Ah, oh, that's right. I, I think we got to do round robin here. It's the bonus Urban Dictionary definition of the week. Take it away, Texas. All right. I'm going to start this one with Captain Slow. Can you tell me what a gentleman's wash is? A what? A gentleman's wash. A gentleman's wash. Oh, I'm going to have to say, you know, you get the car washes. And I'm just thinking, you know, there's like a line of gentlemen that just got to be clean. You know, they're ready to go to the gentleman's club, right? So what they got to do to get ready to get those dances, you know, because the dancers are going to be close in their face. So they're going to line up at these gentlemen washes, and there's going to be these girls inside, and they're just going to give you that nice gentleman's wash so you're ready to go to the gentleman's club. That's amazing. That makes sense, I guess. All right. Rick Spade, what do you got? Okay, so you know when you go to those massage parlors and they give you the full service treatment? I've never been to one of those, but okay. Well, you know. <laughs> is, is that like a full body massage or something? Well, yeah, but, you know, sometimes they they give you a bath, and then sometimes they also give you a shower, and they lather you up, Are you, you up thinking too. about the MVP treatment at sports clips? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> because they wash your hair. $45 is like you off. No, but sometimes they'll. What did you just say to me? <laughs> Apparently, he wants to suck you off for $45. Anyways, <laughs> when you, uh. When you go there, sometimes they'll give you a bath, and then they'll uh, give you a shower, and they'll lather you up before they give you the massage. And, uh, you know, sometimes they got to, before they're going to massage you, you know, they got to wash the sack and the crack. So they're going to lather you up, and they're going to spray you down. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that as the gentleman's wash. Huh. What about you, Jay Hizzle? I just thought it was, like, maybe, like, community showers. When, you know, guys are in the community shower and they're being gentlemen, so they help each other wash. <laughs> Circle jerk. Um, I, I don't know about you, but if I'm going to the gym with you guys, I'm not going I'm to not going offer to gym. scrub you down. Here, let me get your back, buddy. <laughs> oh, you can't reach your testicle? Here, let me just fondle you. I mean, I don't think that's what you would. Was, that was... Yeah, I guess maybe mine's off tonight. It might not be right. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Brian's. Are you Mr. Spines? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brian might be more correct. I'd be worried about dropping the soap now that you said that here. <laughs> well, I use foam soap. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's amazing. So you, you go you to just, those gentlemen washes. You literally. Foam. You, you just. You have a can and you just. <laughs> in. Put it in your hand and then it's amazing. It's like lather out and it's and it's not cold like gel. I love foam soap. Anyway, <laughs> um, what was it? Were we right? Any one of us? All right, a gentleman's wash, the washing of one's genitals, usually in a pub toilet before having casual sex after realizing one hasn't bathed in a while. 
I don't know about you, but if... I think all of ours sounded a lot better than that. I don't know about you, but if I know I'm about to have sex, I haven't washed for a while, and I haven't washed for a while, I'm going to plop my junk right over the uh, sink. I don't care who's coming in. I wash once a day, so... I'll just do a quick lather and uh, spray down and... uh, Like, I can't do my day. I'm not a morning person. I have to go take a shower so I can go. I guess I'm not leaving the house. Then I'll go. I'll, the, I'll go back to the stall and I'll, himself, and I'll so. dry off with some toilet paper and make sure it's not stuck Y'all to my do. genitals and uh, good to go. I just won't do anything like that in a public bathroom. Wow! Well, I, you just better make Especially sure you wash beforehand. That's a that's an interesting term to yeah. start winding up the. I the like show. my car wash though. I, I that does that sounds I like car washes. Uh, I need to wash one of my cars actually. We'll I'll get that done too. one of these weekends. So. All right. Well, let's go. Uh, let's go around the horn one more time here with our, with any closing. Captain B. Slow, what do you got? Hold on, we'll get it. Oh, he's got something prepared for his closing. I do. I am doing something from Abraham Lincoln. Ooh, he's my favorite president. He was a good one. Very influential. I say All he right. did great things. My great concern is not whether you have failed, but whether you are content with your failure. Just always you want to overcome failure. Success does not come without failure. That's very true. I, I like that because a lot of people, and, you know, I'm guilty of it too, but you fail at something and you just feel like, oh, I'm just never going to try again then. But you actually learn a lot from failure. And then you go again. Sometimes you fail over and over until you finally right. get it. And I think a lot of the most successful people failed at first, but they just kept going. But I've had times where I'm like, oh, I just suck at this. Why do I even bother? But if it's something I really want to do, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to keep trying and trying, and one day I'll get it. And I'm going to try to have fun while I'm learning, too. All right, let's go to Texas. All right. So I'm going to go a little different than be slow there. I'm, I'm going to quote Rocky Balboa. Oh. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place that'll beat you to your knees and keep you there if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit you as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you get hit or about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you get hit and you keep moving forward. How much you can take. How much you can keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you're not... If you know what you're worth, then go out and get it, what you're worth. But don't, but you, but you got to be willing to take the hit and not point fingers, saying you ain't where you are because of him, her, or anybody. Cowards do that, and that ain't you. You're better than that. I like that. I like that too. I really like that. I like the yeah. We we got a lot of good stuff going on with the memo of you're gonna get knocked down, life's gonna get hit you, you're gonna fail. Going. Yeah, the the great Chumbawamba once said. Get knocked down, but I get up again. Ain't ever going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Ain't ever going to keep me down. All right, Jay Hizzle, do you have words of wisdom for the week? Oh, yeah. my This is Zig Zagler. He, uh, this kind of goes with the same thing you guys are going. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And that just reminds me, you know, a lot of people have dreams and things they think about, and they talk about them all the time, but they never actually start, whether they're afraid. A lot of it's, you know, they're afraid to fail. Like, I I like real estate, and um, 
I always read about it and I'm still learning a ton about it. But, you know, I was I was like, what if I do it and, you know, something goes wrong and I go broke or I lose money or something. But, you know, one day I got my first duplex and I'm hoping to continue that now. So now I've started. And, you know, look at Rick here. You know, he wanted to write a book. He might have thought, well, what happens if people don't like my book? Or what if I, you know, don't write a good story? But you know what? He said, screw it. I'm starting. And he wrote a book. And I really enjoyed it. And now he's writing a second one that I'm looking forward to. I'll finish typing it eventually. We should do the review like next week on his book. Ooh. All of us do a review on it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just, I, I like that. It just reminds everyone, you know, make sure that you start. You know, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start in There's order to be great. platform to go from. Yep. So, all right, Mr. Spade, take us out. All right, so before I give you my final words of thought here, uh, I want to thank you all for joining us today at the Pod Damn Idiots podcast. Uh, please subscribe to us on YouTube. Like us on Facebook. You can uh, ask us questions, give us feedback or whatever at Pod Damn Texas on Twitter or at Pod Damn Rick Spade. Or, you know, send us a... Uh, write on the show, send us a message through our Facebook, and uh, we'll get back to you. But I will give you uh, two words of wisdom here. The first one is from the great Ninja Turtle. Forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Was that Michelangelo? Yeah, it was. Yes. (laughs) That's great. And if you're towing your buddy's canoe and you almost hit somebody, make sure you stop. And you tell them, canoe slap, bitch. Good night, everybody.